Gotta get jiggy with it, that's it. Right. All over my eyes. Got a rider, bag with a lot of stuff in it. Give it to your friend, let's spin. Hey, by looking at me, glancing at the kid. Glancing at the kid. Don't know the words. You tell me I don't know a Will Smith words. Hi, and welcome to the Hardest Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me, as always, my co host, Thaddeus J. McKee. Slap it, pap it, Will Smith. On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last white dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan. Hey there. And a very special returning guest with us, returning champion with us in the studio, comedian Dwight Simmons. What's up? Welcome back Big to Willie the program. Style. Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. This has been an interesting uh, couple of weeks because both uh, Heart of Brunch episodes, I'm back of coming off of uh, a small uh, out of out of state comedy tour. He's doing it. So uh, so we did not do the traditional brunch again two weeks in a row. Uh, last week, what did we do last week? Last week we ate. We didn't eat. Oh, we, last week we yeah, correct. Last week we just talked about what we ate on the road. Okay. This, Wait, we're not gonna talk about. We're not gonna talk about the intro music. Oh I mean, yeah. What do you? I mean, what you got? I just. <laughs> I just, I just want to take it. I don't want to take the podcast over or nothing. No, you, you're here. I just want to say I miss the old Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I miss getting jiggy with it, Will Smith. Did I miss something? What happened? Are you talking about weak Will Smith? <laughs> no, I'm soft, <laughs> soft Will Smith. All up in the ride, uh, Will Smith. That's okay. the Will Smith I miss. Uh, I just want to say rest in peace, Will Smith. <laughs> and rest in peace. Chris Rock's face. It uh, it, so it's <laughs> been it's been a week. We talked about a little bit uh, last week, but it's interesting with the week passing by. We were at a bar last night, and SNL is doing a skit. It's weird being in a bar with Dwight and sitting there and watching SNL, and he's just like, "Oh, I know this guy. Yeah, he's the guy. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I know Chris Red. <laughs> yeah, Chris Red. Shout, shit. <laughs> shout out to Chris Red. We all know Chris Red. Yeah, um, I'm in a Dayton bar. I was just, I was just. <laughs> Hanging out with uh, Shashir Zameda at the yeah. White Rabbit Shout SNL, her, yeah. SNL cast member. Um, I'm not, uh, she oh, went not, to, yeah. I think she graduated from like Pike High School. Indianapolis, shout out Naptown. Yeah. Oh, she's from, I didn't realize she was from Indianapolis. I think so, yeah. Nice. Uh, how was that show? Fact check. It was great. I mean, she, she's coming in hot, man. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Good stand up. Yeah, I mean, I was there. Okay, to be honest, I had a show last night at the White Rabbit, so I saw the last 10 minutes. Last 10 minutes were hot. Yeah. Last 10 minutes were hot. That's what I judge them from. To be honest, I've never met her, but I've heard <laughs> amazing things. Yeah. Uh, no, the did you see the SNL sketch? Oh, uh, of uh, which one? The Will Smith? Yeah. With Chris Red? Yeah. Yeah, I, did. I watched that this morning. Yeah, it was great. Uh I think that was like the last thing I, I watched before I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it lives in her ephemery, uh, and it'll be there forever. Like, yeah, I was gonna, like, they would be, they would have been, they would have been, it would have been crazy if they didn't address it. You know, yeah. SNL was just like, yeah. we're not gonna we're talk about this. 
Uh, the world has done enough. Yeah. So. Yeah, like everybody has their own take on it, and, that, and like people are getting annoyed. They're like, "All right, we're done." Yeah. But like, there's there's more things coming out. There's like a, a meme or, or or a video of Chris Rock beating up Will Smith. <laughs> I'm like, well, how do we get to this? It's just a deep fake. Yeah, it's a deep fake. And like, the yeah. Dragon Ball Z characters. A lot of deep like, I'm rooting Vegeta in this one, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the memes were dank this week. The memes were certainly <laughs> dank this week. It was great. I don't know. Is there? Do you think there's something that happens where it's just like everyone's just like, okay, we've got all the meat off this bone. Like it, it goes. Oh, what's this? Yeah, <laughs> was this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we're getting the last meat. <laughs> You brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I hope this is done. I'm the last one. That can't even cook and brunch no more, y'all. This podcast My man's is no brunch. <laughs> There's no brunch. There's no brunch. The black eye cops are tagging each other. You treat all your black guests like this. Like, <laughs> this is a very specific Dwight Simmons hell. <laughs> I know. I love that you said that black icons are attacking each other. Black Icons is uh, the name of my fourth album. Black, Black I- Icons, yeah. Why? I, I just think it's a it's a nice it's a nice name. It's All smooth. Right. I'm not attacked. I'm not. I'm just. I'm, just, I'm curious. You're, you're wondering. You're wondering about the depth, and that's okay. I was wondering about <laughs> what the names of the first three albums were. <laughs> yeah. What's uh? What's, what's you uh, said album you, number two? Yeah. Uh, uh Fatapalooza. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's that's number two. <laughs> Thadapalooza. Yeah. What's the album cover look like on Thadapalooza? Oh, lot I'm a of fan. A lot of art. A lot yeah. of art. Um, you know, <laughs> it's just a lot of art. It's gonna kind of be a Basquiat. Yeah. Feel. You got uh, you got real Julia Fox energy going on right yeah. now. It's just like it's it was a masterpiece <laughs> in my mind. I'm actually for. I'm actually Thad's muse. <laughs> Gosh. I guess. Hey. Stay tuned for the fourth album. <laughs> and, and then the number one album yeah. for Thaddeus McKee, uh, yeah. if if you ask, it's going to be Black and White World, baby. Black, Black and White World? Black and White World. Like Thadapalooza. And then, uh, do we miss the third one? I like how you say the yeah. number one album as the, the first one. Yeah. Well, it's the Wait. first album. It's my <laughs> freshman album. Let's go back to Black and White World. Like, is it Black... Comma in comma white or is it black A N D white? I N baby, <laughs> Indy Indiana baby. Wait, the black oh black in white black yeah. and white. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, yeah you, I actually, I'm actually kind of. If you throw Indiana logo on there, I think I'm so. <laughs> you feeling it? Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine how movie? conflicted people would feel? They're like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> Well, yeah. I don't think people are going to be conflicted. I think they're going to understand the art and like what I'm singing about and like what I'm. I'm oh, doing. it's not a comedy album. No, no. no he said he was going to have four of them. <laughs> Dwight, I'm going to get some comedy albums here, <laughs> motherfucker. He's putting out like three different like albums in one year. Like I don't even know. I, I'm, I'm performing with uh, Dwight Simmons in Milwaukee here coming up uh, April fifteenth. Nice and yeah, and then I I just saw him announce on Dwight Facebook. Who? <laughs> Dwight Simmons. Do you know about this? He does. <laughs> All right. He he's doing an album recording. I'm like I didn't even know this was going to be an album <laughs> recording. I didn't know it was that hot. Why did you? Why did you? Why did you pick Milwaukee? I picked Milwaukee because I I 
I've heard great things about the Laughing Tap. I wanted it to be okay. small. They can cap tickets at like 60 people. Nice. I, I think the material I'm working on is like, uh, I'm Julia Fox now. I just feel like <laughs> <laughs> it was the most important place. No, I, uh, I love that room and I love, you know, the, the time it worked out yeah. to where it's like, this is going to be, uh, a significant space. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, we can cap it at like a hundred tickets and, the material I'm doing is not evergreen. Mm-hmm. It's gonna fucking die. You, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. so I'm like, all right. So I, the time has to be right, and the space has to be right, and it just linked up like that. That's perfect. I don't think when you, I don't think when you're like, I need to record something. You're yeah. never like, it has to be at this space. Yeah. It's just like, well, if the things match up, then yeah, that's yeah. what it is, and. It just happens to be Milwaukee. Right. I'm just gonna be honest. I think a lot also, of Also Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Shout out. <laughs> there we there we go. There he, we go. He told you to do it. There. He did. Yeah. He yeah. called you up. He was like, Yeah, I made like, a mistake moving to the Lakers. Here's the thing. I think a lot <laughs> I, of I'm gonna go back to Milwaukee. <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of Indianapolis comedians uh make the choice like, hey, I'm gonna do my 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 special in Indianapolis. So like I'm gonna do my first album. In Indianapolis, so and like I think it's cool. Like well, a lot of people will come out and support, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, um, Hannah did it in Almost Famous. Um, yeah. We've seen a lot of comedians do it at the White Rabbit. I did my yeah, I did my second one at the White Rabbit. I did my first one at Morty's when it was still a thing. So I've yeah. done two in Indianapolis, right? And now like that's what a comic should do if they're doing their first album. I don't know. I think so. Really? Like if they're doing their first album, I think they should just do it in front of a home. Yeah, crowd. man. But this is the this is the family that I've been testing it in from. So like, if I've been testing my album in front of a lot of people, and like like a lot of people have already seen these jokes, so yeah. I'm worried that people aren't going to laugh as hard because it's not it's new. It's not attacking them. It's not. It's uh, you're you're getting into like nuances that don't. Right. Well, I guess that's if I'm doing an album, that's what I'll probably do, anyways. So you would take it. The only thing you want on your first album, the only thing you want is a full crowd. You you want a full friendly crowd. That's it. So that when the recording happens, you get all those laughs. Like everybody is on your side. And you know that going in because it's a it's home field advantage. The most impressive thing is to go on the road and then try to like get these jokes off. Okay. Most people that are recording their first albums, they don't have the experience of like going to city to city to city to city to city and city and right. city and city. And like I have that now. I've done like I've been doing this for a minute. Right. Right. You have. And so like when I. Recorded my first album, I needed that home crowd base. Right. You know what I mean? So I can, like, dive in and, like, y'all know me. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, like, the training wheels are off. The training yeah. wheels are off, dog. Yeah. So, like, it's 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 different. This is my third album that I'm doing. Right. And I'm like, yo, the, the, I'm going to a club that I've not been in before, but I've heard great things. And a city that I like a lot. Yeah. And, uh... 
it's it's time for me to like take that next step. Next step. Yeah. So and if you if you if booking wasn't an issue and you could pick any city to do an album in Georgia. That's not a city, but <laughs> <laughs> yo, uh, damn, yeah. what's the capital ATL. of Georgia? ATL, baby. <laughs> ATL. I, I like that. I, yeah. I'm picking ATL. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, you, you saw what happened and how they received us. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, it, it my mind. It's like they like black people. Now, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of like you know. I, I think I've had a, like a mindset of what comedy was mm-hmm. from the view of Indianapolis a lot. Like yeah. you know, we went to Ohio, Kentucky. Yeah, sure. But like, like the further south you went, it was like there was a, like a warm welcoming. And I'm like, you know, and I and I understood like they said something. They said something. They said Indiana comics. When Indianapolis people come to Atlanta, it's always hot. It's always fire. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, I'm wondering why is that? Because we're the crossroads of America, right? We're the crossroads of America, and like people will, we we ha- we have people from L.A. We have people from New York always coming through. They don't necessarily talk about it. We're more of like a. They don't stay. Yeah, they, don't, they don't stay. They don't spend the night. I love your. I fucking love your passion about this because it's. It's not that when you go to these cities, you're always representing Indiana. Yeah. But that is what it is. Yeah. Like you don't know that, but that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like when like Joe Pettis or Ian Bear like hits me up and like yeah. yo uh, Indiana's not, you have a different responsibility because you. Both are black comics. Yeah. Yeah. In a city full of white comics, and you're going and representing our city. They're like, oh shit, Indiana does have black comedy. Like, when you go to Atlanta, you're like, oh, you know, half the comics on the lineup of 16 comics are black. Yeah. Yeah. That's novel to you. They come here, they're the only black person on the show. They're like, that's novel to them. Mm. So it's a difference to be like, oh yeah. So when you go back to Atlanta, you better fucking represent. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm I'm not fucking around. Like you better fucking represent. Exactly. It's like, oh yeah, they got comics that came up and like speak their truth in fucking Indianapolis. Well you said that. that to me and I'm just gonna say it here on the podcast, it's like you you you've, you've Did I just say speak their truth, by the way? Mm-hmm. Can we scrub that from the record? <laughs> no, that one stays. I, no, I don't want to fucking say speak your truth. I mean, like, let's just be honest. Like, y'all fight the power. <laughs> y'all be out here fighting the power and shit. <laughs> y'all gotta fight the power. <laughs> you got flame and flame. Oh, no. um, I, just, I, just, I just think it's really important that you guys speak your truth when you go to Atlanta. <laughs> I'm speaking my truth when I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, do I? You gotta understand, like, what what you represent. And I don't. I'm just gonna say because this is my truth. Uh, I walked into the Indianapolis comedy scene from Fort Wayne, uh, wet behind the ears, as they say. And that had nothing to do with Fort Wayne. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was a hygiene issue. <laughs> it was a hygiene issue that the doctor said you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take care of that. <laughs> Here's a Q-tip. <laughs> That's, that's definitely affected. <laughs> this isn't just a saying anymore. I'm not a real doctor. <laughs> why, is, why is he here? He's not a real doctor. <laughs> All right, Allie, man. I'm just 
take my money elsewhere. <laughs> Sorry, you came to Indianapolis. Yeah, I came to Indianapolis and like a man. I, was, I remember I was getting ready for probably my third show that I've done ever, and I see this man Dwight Simmons, and everybody has this mad respect for you. Like you've had respect for like years here in Indianapolis. People know. Like when you say Dwight Simmons, yes. So like you are Indianapolis's comic. You know what I mean? You you went you you had the prodigal son where you went to New York, right? And <laughs> you came back and and everybody loves you. You people will come out and show up and and that's what like a Indianapolis comedian is supposed to do. And I think you're the person that's doing it. And so I appreciate that, man. It's uh yeah. it's it's just a longevity thing. Like, if you stay in comedy long enough, people will just, like, know who you are. Sure. And, like, your story. And I'm just lucky enough to be like, hey, I did these cool things. And I'm still fucking, I'm trying to do cool shit. Uh, you know, I, I, now I just feel like a old, y'all remember, <laughs> y'all remember Vietnam doing comedy in Vietnam? Like, I felt, I feel like the old dude. Uh, which is fine. Like I, I, I take on that role, but it's, it's, uh, it's not, it's nothing but just staying like with this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think this is self help. It's, it's not just a self help help podcast. No, like, it's not just longevity though. It's, it's obviously staying with it, but also you've maintained like a very positive attitude. Like we definitely, like we've talked about like seeing like, some old yeah. bitter comics, you know, who are just Oof. like, why, why are you still doing this? Yeah, you, you hate it so much. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And and being out on the road with you for the past four days is just like everyone that you came into contact with, uh, even outside of me, like whether it was showrunners or people at the hotel or people that run the club, like just have a very positive attitude. And it's like you could tell those people that have met you before, like, oh, I'm glad Dwight's back. You yeah. know, like. Like we're very lucky to get to tell dick jokes in front of <laughs> human beings. Like that's a lucky thing that we get to yeah. do. Like uh, sometimes you get to like, you know, I'm not always. I write for the Bob and Tom show, so I'm always telling dick jokes. So. <laughs> Shout, out. Shout out to the Bob and yeah, Tom. He's show. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, actually a professional dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you look like you took offense to them when I said. <laughs> No man, no, no, no right. Dick jokes Bob, for a living. No, that's what I'm saying. Shout out to uh, Bob and Tom. You got your doctorate now, and uh, <laughs> he's Doctor Dick Joke. Dick Joke. Doctor Dick Joke. That's the thing. <laughs> Doctor Dick Joke. That's the episode name. <laughs> I'm Doctor Dick Joke, dog. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a uh, big all big. I know. When these motherfuckers come from Atlanta. <laughs> Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious! Oh, that's too much. That's too much. We're no. I here's the thing, man. Like, like you understand, like, like when you come from Indiana, what do you have? What do you, Mike Epps, Michael Jackson? Hold on, I gotta. I, I, there's so many things to break down about that. There's, 
That's the only two things you got. That's the only thing. No, you stopped yeah. me. I was like, I was waiting for you. We got two guys yeah. named Mike, and that's it. That's yeah. all we got. A bunch of mics. There's more than mics in Indiana. There was a there was a white woman. I can't. There was a white woman. Oh, so you got Michael Jackson? <laughs> No. That's no, all that came from right. here. It's Michael Jackson. I think you're thinking of Gary Indiana, sir. <laughs> like two things. Oh my god. We had a white woman come up to us at the show last night and she was just like she was like, Yeah, I love comedy. I just went to the Michael Epps show. Michael Epps <laughs> Not Michael. Yeah. 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 Not Michael. Yeah. He went to the Michael Epstein <laughs> TED Talk. <laughs> All right. All right. What were, what were you trying to say? I'm back. <laughs> this motherfucker said, oh, he's like, no, let me do that for a second. <laughs> what else you got? You got Michael Jackson from Indiana. You got Michael Epps from Indiana. And then what else? <laughs> you got the final four. <laughs> You know, <laughs> okay. I'm trying to keep my composure. <laughs> um, here's the thing: when you come to Indianapolis, like you, you, you don't. You got Hurt Locker Five, right? Yeah. Slaughterhouse Five. <laughs> Hurt Locker Five. <laughs> I feel like I'm the favorite <laughs> Yo, I'm literally <laughs> Stop trying to sound profound and just, and just say something normal. <laughs> you got Hurt Locker 5. You got Michael Jackson. He's in the Hurt Locker. <laughs> oh, what I'm trying to say is when you, oh, when you come to Indianapolis, like, you know. Like, like they call it Nap Town for a reason. Yeah, but they were trying. Like, and I found this out at a, at a healer event. They, they, this they were trying to bring art. Come back to me, Dwight. They were, try- <laughs> they were trying to bring like uh, art. There's like a lot of money that was going to come to Indianapolis for of uh, the art district, mm. and they looked at this town. And there's a documentary that like you could look it up. They're like, man, there's nothing happening at this town. It's called Nap Town. And so people, it's like, everybody's sleeping here. And so, like, we're going to go home. And and when you really do come to this town, I feel like we kind of carry a chip on our shoulder. Like a don't sleep on us kind of. Yeah, like, well, don't sleep on us. Like, yeah, we're called Nap Town. But, like, there's a lot of people coming out of this town that are emerging, like, it's it's amazing. Like, you have. We're all the Reggie Miller painting. Yeah. We're coming for you. (laughs) Reggie Miller never won a championship, but like we all be kicking our leg out like that, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, we all are. Oh my god, I'm crying. I'm so that was so funny. (laughs) Uh, Switching gears a little bit here, uh, (laughs) we would be remiss with if we didn't talk about our our joint communal breakfast experience this morning. Oh my gosh! Uh, Oh, is this a brunch podcast? (laughs) I forgot. This is a brunch podcast. Where am I? Well, I, I feel like we had there was some ups and downs. I feel like we had yeah. both of, I feel like we had some some ups and we had some downs yeah. this morning. We went out we went out to a brunch a local brunch place. 
Amazing food. We had some, I mean, I really enjoyed my breakfast. Yeah. Uh, some good food. It was great. But uh, a thing that keeps coming up that we've talked about, uh, and uh, Aziz talked about in his special, uh, we've talked about on the podcast about just how COVID has affected kind of service going forward in the service industry, even places that have been old staples that we love. Everyone's a kind of a step behind. So, for example, like when we were in Ohio, we went to a place that you really liked, and you were like, "Oh, Dyke, I've been here before. This is great." <laughs> and we walked in. I, I mean, you asked after this last experience. <laughs> you asked to. Sit I'm not going to be like, I really like this place, but <laughs> you asked to sit at the bar, and the hostess was like, uh, "Oh, the bar just got sat." And yeah. there was one person in a whole empty bar, and I've never been told no. I've never been like, "Hey, can I sit at that empty bar?" And had someone just go, "No." No, we're not. We're not. We're not doing that. <laughs> so that was a weird way to start the the whole day. And then we sat down, and I'm literally like, have the I have a menu open. My hand is just on top of the Bloody Mary, and like Dwight's like, yeah, I'd like a Bloody Mary. And she's like, I don't know if we have that. <laughs> and like, oh, my finger is act, somehow accident like a Ouija board accidentally pointing to the Bloody Mary. It's here, right here. here it is. Yeah, it's a, you do have it. <laughs> I promise you. And I feel like that, yeah. I, feel, I feel like it's everyone's first day. I feel like it's a bunch of people that are just like, also, like everyone seems very young. Like everyone yeah. that was working today seemed like they were maybe in high school or junior high. I don't know. Yeah. Seems like they're just putting in the. the not the bartender. No, not the bartender. It did not seem like he was in high school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bartender got sat once. It's like, you don't sit me again right? <laughs> for the rest of the day. They made fun of my strawberries. I'll kill you. <laughs> Dude. It, it, it became a comedy of errors when you have that many comics sitting at a table. Like, we could yeah. not... We could not uh, like address what was happening if we if we tried, you know. Like it would have been a, it would have been a, I would have been mad. I would have been mad if everyone yeah. sat there and was just like, "No, oh, this is great. Service is great. Yeah, everything's fun." Did you see when Luke told her she didn't have to split the bill, but then told her to print out six receipts? <laughs> <laughs> and we would each like a copy of that receipt. Okay, she's like, I don't think I have enough. Paper <laughs> in this economy, I don't think it's gonna be like a proper brain. She was like, I don't. Uh, this is gonna be rough. Well, one one thing that I thought was an interesting way of doing service was I, I couldn't tell you that we had a server. You know, yeah. I feel like it was just kind of a communal effort of different people. It was a tag teaming, doing different things will. at different times. Yeah. So no one quite knew what was going on with us the whole time. Like I feel like. I guess one person did take all of our order, like all the food order. But like, other than that, I didn't see the same person more than once. I feel like every time it was a fresh face and they were very confused about what was going on. Yeah, I, I mean, I enjoyed the food. Had the worst margarita I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still throwing it up. Good thing. Uh, strawberries. Yeah. Good thing they you ordered, good thing right, you ordered so three listen. of them. <laughs> strawberries. <laughs> I ordered from the uh, the bartender because I, we never saw the same server twice. No. I walk up to the bar and I'm like, "Hey, can I get uh, three margaritas?" Well, for, wait, hold, on, hold, like, on, hold on, hold on. You're bearing the lead. First, you ordered a beer, and the server. Oh yeah, I did. Order the server beer, wasn't yeah. quite sure about the beer list. Yeah, so they sent over I'm the like, bartender. Hey, what beers do you have? Which is a <laughs> question you ask any normal <laughs> human being. <laughs> he goes. I gotta go get the bartender over this one. It's like I gotta go ask a fucking. All right, go ask your teacher. 
bartender comes over. He's like, what type of beers are you into, man? Yeah. I was like, that's not a normal question. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a normal question. Uh, what was your response? What did you even say? Because I remember him asking. I just looked at him. <laughs> it's like Bud Light. No, he's like Coors Light. He's like, look, we got Modelo, we got Modelo Negro, and then he does the long pause, and he was like yeah. Bud Light. <laughs> I was like, I'll take a Modelo Negro. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And then my wife, she's like, uh, <laughs> she's like, can I get a Paloma? And it's like, I don't know if that shit's in. Uh, it's not in season. In season. <laughs> I've never been told that a cocktail wasn't in season before. Right? What are the what are the ingredients of uh, grapefruit juice? Yeah, uh, tequila, tequila, and soda. Lime. Yeah. yeah, that's it. He's like, we don't got grapefruit. Yeah, it's fucking April. Yeah, <laughs> dumb white bitch. <laughs> like, it's like it's very aggressive. <laughs> Super. So he brings back uh, my beer, and he's he does this thing where he brings back a beer. One at a time. Mm-hmm. Brings back a drink one at a time. It's just like, it's very, uh, it's just very odd. Yeah. It it's was, a very odd way of serving. The whole time, it just, it just, but honest, it, it felt like it was everyone's first day. Can I yeah, be honest, it felt like though? it was yeah. like nobody had served or bartended before. Yeah. It wasn't just us, though, too. Like, he was like carrying other people's drinks and he's like looking at every table, like, did you give this? Did yeah. you give this? Did you get this? Like everybody's like, what the? F- what's going on with this guy? He, I, I feel like he he had a party last night. That's, <laughs> he's like, I don't, I, I can't remember anything. <laughs> Ten seconds in advance, <laughs> guys. You gotta, you gotta. I'm honestly not talking shit about this guy, but yeah. this might I be am. the worst bartender. <laughs> I am. He's the worst. Ever, <laughs> but like a well dressed bartender. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had the hat. Yeah. Which I like the the fedora. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm so like, man, I, th- I think what the, this dude I think, probably knows how to make a margarita. I think what the situation is is because we've you know obviously we're, we're we've all worked in the service industry. Yeah, and I feel like that's why we feel so comfortable speaking on it because it's just like I, we, we've bartended before, we've dropped food off, we've done, we've given people the correct amount of silverware that they have <laughs> to, to oh correspond to their group. We've yeah. done these things. But also, like, especially on this podcast, and it's like, I love local businesses. All I want to do is support. Uh, but from the onset of COVID, all we've been doing is like, hey, take care of, you know, these people out here. Now, you know, like, we didn't know before the before the uh, stimulus money was coming in was going to happen. So it was like, tip everybody real well. Take care of people. And then at COVID was like, look, we got to understand. got to understand. Things are rough. Things are rough. I'm not sure exactly when we're going to get back to the point where people are just going to be like, and I don't mean be assholes. I think we were all super nice to everybody. We, we didn't yeah. treat anybody shitty. You mean yeah. the point where you don't have to ask for silverware for <laughs> the amount of food you ate? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know when that becomes an appropriate question again. I felt like it needs to be. I felt like they, I'm not going to lie. I felt like they should have paid me for the for the training that I did there because we didn't get menus we didn't get silverware we weren't going to get certain drinks your wife ordered from different people and it was like let's see which one gets here first yeah, and only man. one of them came yeah, nothing was in season <laughs> when you asked for silverware i thought she was going to slap you they she there was like there I thought was she was going will smith there was like, seven of us sitting at a table i asked yeah. for silverware the guy brought three and then ran away yeah 
I mean, silverware is always in season. <laughs> you would think. Uh, I've never seen Dyke like upset. I just, but uh, when they brought three silverware, I was like, did, it was the end of it. I saw this. this <laughs> So motherfucker just bring three pieces of silverware. Like, it, I, like uh, I had a very traumatic like server training. Like I was a terrible server, so I feel yeah. like I'm not punching down. I'm, I'm just, I'm just speaking what I know. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I was this guy before. However, I was fortunate enough to be around good, surrounded by good servers. So if you have one bad server, it balances out. If you have all bad servers, <laughs> you have the breakfast that we had this morning. It's yeah. wild. It's wild. It's wild. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dwight Simmons. I never meant to Hey, welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the Hard Brunch Podcast. Uh, we had a we had a swap out, man. Uh, I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Brunch Nation. We we went hard at brunch. We 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 do it hard every week, but uh, we actually lost that and we lost the guests. This was one of the hardest brunches yet. <laughs> we, I mean, that's why we've got an intern now, yeah, so that that he can tap in when to save the show. To yes. save the show. <laughs> yep. This is what in the wrestling business we call a hot tag. Okay. You know, you you tag in your tag team partner. When I never it, heard hot tag. Yeah, is when that a thing. Yeah, when the when the wrestler when you're getting beat up, you do you do a hot tag to your partner. He jumps in because he's fresh. Mm. He hasn't been taking all the the body blows. Yeah, the, the hip you haven't toss. taken quite as many body blows as the rest of us have mm. today. Mostly to the head. That's <laughs> so. Welcome to the program, Tyler. Tyler Waltz. Everybody, Tyler is uh, so much more than an intern. He's been going to be doing video production for us. And in the upcoming weeks, we are going to be adding a video component to the show, um, whether that be uh, probably something that we put out on YouTube or whatever, um, so you can see our beautiful faces. I kind of like that you at, you're asking me that. You're, you're like you're like so we're kind of kind of this here. <laughs> I'm looking at both of, of you. I don't yeah, know. I mean, sure, yeah, no, it I, sounds I, great. I First, like I've I, heard of it. But. I feel like I just speak these things into existence and. Uh, and then I asked for other people to help me out. Make the, <laughs> I mean, we got the camera. Make the, nothing yeah. stopping us. We're gonna, you know, we point it in a direction, and then, uh, and then hopefully, hopefully things will will come. So uh, I did want to just do a a quick recap of of the weekend that I had with Dwight Simmons. It was great. We went to uh, we went to uh, first Columbus, uh, Ohio, and then to Dayton, uh, Columbus. We did a. A bar show. Um, it, it was a, it was a suburb called Hillard, and we did a really fun uh, bar show with the um, the Seabus Comedy people. Shout out Seabus Comedy. Um, I love doing stand up comedy in small towns. Like I I feel like it's a what like I used to like when I first did it. I was kind of like, oh man, is my Comedy about my life kind of translate to somebody that lives in a small town, at, you know, some random part of Indiana. And it always seems to be that they're just so excited that someone came to do something, a live performance or anything in their town, that it, like, unless you really just shit the bed, like, it seems like it always goes over well. Oh, well, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's wild. So I came from, uh, I, I lived up in like Thorntown, Indiana, but uh, half of the time I lived on the east side of Indianapolis, like around the, you know, like, 21st to 32nd and, and the east side mm -hmm. and so i feel like 
like Colfax, Indiana and the east side of Indiana have a lot of similarities if you strip away all the like the visible stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and I feel like this is the same time if you if you grew up on the west side. Like if you grew up on the west side of Indianapolis, you understand what a townie is on some level. Yeah. You know, like like I think a lot of that kind of stuff translates. I did grow up on the west side of Indianapolis. <laughs> no, that's why I was looking at you. Like <laughs> Well it's like growing I grew up in a very small town and I'll have people hitting me up on social media now like, oh you're you're doing something. That's neat. You're doing something. Yeah. Let me tell us about the thing that you're doing. It's like, is nobody else doing things? Like, no. is this? Well, nothing like, has moved in small town. No, in, it's no, wild. Like in my hometown, there is a new gas station, and that's the biggest difference big in the deal. last twelve years. Whereas, like, like Fountain Square, when I lived there like six years ago, I don't even know if most of the same restaurants are there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tell you what 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 I do. I I think a lot of people kind of go on. Like very, I think a lot of people have very similar paths in life where it's just like you either go to school or you don't, and then you at some point get married, and then you either have kids or you don't. You get a house, you know, but it's it, it's it's very similar to each other. And then a lot of people just have jobs. They're just like, yeah, I do this, I do that. So when you do anything that's just like kind of outside, like I'm sure with you just having you know, a small business, people are like, Oh, that's, you know, it's, it's interesting because most people don't do that. Like when I was in culinary school, it was just, people love to talk about it. People love to where, well, where are you at now? And what you going to do and blah, blah. And then it was like culinary school into owning a food truck and then into doing stand up comedy. So it's like, I'm always doing something interesting. I'm not uh, doing well, you know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not prospering, but I'm always doing something interesting. People like that. But the rubric's strange enough that you wouldn't know I'm not winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no idea. It's, 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 is comedy going well? Sure, it is. Sure, it's sure. great. Yeah, it's great. I'm a legend. I, you know, amongst my peers. Uh, but yeah, then we went to. Dayton and man, I always say this: love the people of Dayton. The people of Dayton are great, but that city, man, it is—it's just gray. It's very—it's a—it's a very gray city. It—I—I I always seem to only go when it's cold outside. So I'd love to give Dayton a chance in the in the summertime. Uh, but I love Wiley's Comedy Club. It's—it's—I've been out there multiple times um, and had some great experiences going out there to see shows and to do the mics out there. You've done a mic out there before, right? Yeah, I need to get out there more. The only one that I've done was the Sunday like post show mm -hmm. that they, they did in that outdoor lot, which is like a really cool spot. Okay, um, yeah. I went there with Ray um, and Derek one week, and it was awesome. It was super nice. fun. I mean, I ate shit, but I had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's great. It's right there on kind of like the, I guess, the main kind of bar strip downtown. Yeah. So it's like you go around the corner and it's just, you know, like we ran into people that were at the show at all the bars that we go to after. Hey, funny man. You know, like <laughs> I was like, I was kind of hoping I'd never see you again. <laughs> uh, but no, it was, it was great. Uh, Dwight really is like a consummate professional and like being able to go on the road with like uh, a headliner like that. It was just like, everything was like a learning you know, thing for me. And like, no two shows were like alike at all. Like, I feel like the bar show is different than the club shows. And then each one of the three club shows were different enough from each other. That's like, you learn stuff. And it was just like, ideally you want to go and have every show be just like, Oh, every show was great. And I killed every time. But I feel like it's one of those things where you, like you learn more when that's not the case. So let's just say I didn't kill every time, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I definitely learned some stuff. 
we we had some great shows and we had some uh some shows uh i think the last show that we did um uh was very light and it was fun to, to kind of I, I felt i had a one show i gotta dig myself out of a hole <laughs> that was fun it's like you get up there and you just sometimes you know as like doing comedy you can almost when you start doing like longer chunks of material kind of get into a flow state where you're just almost reciting an act you know what i'm saying you're just reciting a a play that you made up in your head and you can be kind of disconnected from the audience and i felt that and i uh, and then i was like nobody was liking it you know like nobody was and i was like hold on okay i gotta stop i gotta refocus i gotta let people know that i'm actually present in the room that they're not watching netflix and neither am i you know <laughs> and then and then and bring the energy back up and uh so so doing all those kind of things plus like i'm still like new enough in comedy that just like staying in hotels was fun you know like i was just like oh this is neat like we're staying at a hotel and then we get to go figure i was like oh how do we kill time during the day so like besides writing like we went and saw a terrible movie you know <laughs> like we we drove around uh, we went to an arcade bar uh <laughs> played some old school oh those are always some, a blast yeah dude so what is it eight bit downtown or uh, or is so that the one in Fountain Square? Yeah, it's Tappers is in Fountain Square, and yeah. I think there's one eight bit that's in Indiana, and then eight bit is I think the one on like New York Street. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah, no, they're a blast. So much fun to just go in there and and like for me, like I'm old enough, like these were the current. A lot of them were the current games of my youth, and I'm just like, man, if I could just tell eight year old me that one day I'd be playing Mario Brothers for free. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine meeting eight-year-old you? What would eight-year-old you, how, how do you think eight-year-old you would perceive? Uh, probably terrifying. I'd <laughs> 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 be terrified. I want to know what you're doing, man. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to look into their own future like that. I don't, I don't think so. I think eight-year-old me would be so excited. Yeah. Like, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend a couple days ago. It's like, I never in a, like, you could have told me a year ago mm-hmm. of things, because I, I hit my one year in comedy two weeks ago. Oh, so like, if, congratulate! Oh, we got yeah. we got a drop for that. We're not gonna update that one. Yeah, probably has it been a year? Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> he's only been an intern for a month. <laughs> um, but uh, so I was I was talking with my girlfriend about it, and if like even just two or three years ago, mm-hmm. you I was like, hey, in two or three years, you're gonna be doing stand up, that thing that you've loved since you were 12 years old. Even if it's just open mics and shit you're also going to have an accounting degree and be an accountant and own a house i'd be like what in the fuck is happening what big thing happened to where i got my shit together in three years like it's just mind-blowing i mean you're more of a grown-up than i (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i just i don't know and if you could sum it up in one phrase that you would throw at your eight-year-old self to make sure that you stuck that goal again what would it be you get like one one phrase man that's tough I don't know. So mm. invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Dogecoin. Uh, let's see. Oh, it sounds like had... a joke. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't remember why, but but future self showed up when I was a child and just said Dogecoin to the moon. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, know, I would probably just say just keep going. Cause yeah. like everything that I've done up to this point has gotten me here. So I wouldn't want to change much. Like I, I wouldn't warn myself of shitty situations. Oh, because it's those shitty situations that pushed, like pushed me towards doing and adjusting. So like, yeah. I don't, so I don't you know. would be complicit in all the the trauma that happened to you. Yeah, no, I I, I can genuinely look back right now and Fair be like, enough. it was all fucking worth it. It was like, yeah. 
I mean, there, I feel like there's always going to be trauma. I think if you go back and try to stop the trauma, you're just asking for a new set of trauma. So yeah. you're saying you shouldn't intervene in a traumatic experience for, for fear of like... Not for yourself, no. <laughs> right. You, get a, you didn't understand how paradox works? <laughs> but start a new time. I would... I, I take that back. If I could go back in time and prevent myself from seeing uh, Morbius the Living Vampire <laughs> in theaters... Uh, two days ago, I would have. I would have. No. See, I can't feel that pain. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard nothing but bad. Oh like, man! If if you take one thing away from this podcast, and I would be surprised if you did, <laughs> but if you took <laughs> one thing away from this episode, don't go see Morbius the Living Vampire. Is it worth seeing, like, just to see how bad it? Because ironically, some things, yeah, yeah. There's some uh, things that, like, I'll like. I watched the Cowboy Be- Bebop remake, yeah. and like I. Like, liked the original so much that I could watch it and be like, oh, my God. You know, like, you can get some sort of catharsis from that. But I it was not from I don't, enjoying I don't, I don't think so. Because, uh, like, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, I, like, I don't know who this is for. <laughs> like, I was watching. I'm not sure who the demo audience is for this. I think they were just trying to get, like, fans of, like, superhero movies. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like they barely didn't scrape the bottom. They, they barely pulled it out with Venom. Like, Venom was huge when i was a kid like venom mm-hmm. was i really enjoyed the venom movies recently oh me okay. too. E- even the sequel like like i you know they, they whatever they have the, limita- the limitations kind of like uh the the suicide squad does yeah but i enjoy i enjoy anti-hero stories enough that yeah. i like and I, I i think that anti-hero stories are hard to make work in reality yeah so you got to suspend a decent amount of disbelief I, I to do it but i enjoy those i think that's what they were trying to do and i'm i'm a huge I'm a Doctor Who guy, so I'm a huge Matt Smith fan. Like, Matt Smith is like, I love him to death. And, like, uh, some of the memes I would see, it was just like, Matt Smith was hospitalized after a broken back for trying to carry this movie. Oh, <laughs> so like, he's in Morbius? Yeah, he's, oh, like, he's okay. like the main, uh, he's like the main villain. It's not really a spoiler. It's, oh, I did not know that. Uh, I, uh, I was not interested in seeing Morbius yeah. until people started shitting on it so yeah, hard. Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, maybe I should I go gotta see this. I mean, I went in, here's the thing, like, I didn't, I, I honestly just thought it wasn't a great movie. Like yeah. I walked in, like, but I went in. He said, "Do you want to go see Morbius?" And I was like, mm, "This is what I expect." Like, and I and I, we were walking out. I was like, "That was about what I expected it to be." Yeah. Like, not not good. Yeah, you got air conditioning for two hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Like, and you shut your brain off and you know, uh, and 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 watch it. But like, I don't know. Like, I was talking about some of like the big flops that came out in COVID or movies that I thought were really bad and other people love so i was mortal Kombat. yes you thought that was terribly mortal Kombat, mortal Kombat. and specifically uh uh, uh godzilla versus but you Kong. were you were wrong oh. about mortal Kombat. i mean I, you were wrong in your opinion i loved godzilla versus Kong. oh uh, geez, was, you were wrong about both of them i love that so movie. so i'm expecting to come out and talk to goofballs like you that thought like those terrible movies. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I didn't like Morbius, but you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's people that enjoyed it. No. And then I came out and it was just like, oh no, it was just universally panned. Yeah. yeah I feel like there's nobody that's really, it's also worth noting that I'm pretty sure every other time you guys have seen me, I've been in a Godzilla shirt. Oh, so that's probably another big factor in it. Like I love all those movies. I, you know, I my biggest thing about you like the Matthew Broderick one, yeah, that okay. was the first Godzilla movie I ever saw, and Here's I loved it. 
They don't. I just think they just need to cut the humans out of it. You know what I'm saying? For the like, most part, like yeah. they could do just quick setups. Hey, look, they're fighting again. <laughs> and, then, right. and then the rest of the movie is just fight sequences. That's yeah. fine. See, I really like Godzilla style movies, but I truly believe that like the best form of it was uh, the the. Pacific Rim? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Oh, that was the amazing. best kaiju yeah. movie. Robots, per- versus, yeah, robots the, versus monsters. The perfect yeah. blend of like, there's a little bit of whatever. There's a storyline, sure. Yeah. But mainly they also, robots yeah. and monsters. And and like, this is stupid, but like, I when movies don't even make sense kind of by their own logic, that's when I get frustrated with things. Mm-hmm. No, that's a perfectly reasonable reason. Like, like, like for instance, like Mortal Kombat, like the, <laughs> the, mad, the mystical tattoos, the, that it wasn't even from the game. You just made that up for no reason. Yeah. You had plenty of source material that was was fine uh godzilla versus kong it was just like the whole hollow earth thing and they, they spend, oh, you don't like hearing the truth they, <laughs> yeah. is that, is that the, problem that's the real right issue now? here <laughs> they spent i think in the movie they spend trillions of dollars for this special equipment to specially take him to the middle of hollow earth through a hole in the arctic without asking if anybody wanted hollow earth and then yeah and then and then godzilla just rips up a building in new york and is like oh hi kong in the center of the earth how are you doing there like well like look if we're doing hollow earth why don't we just knock over a building in new york and go down there why do we just spend trillions of dollars to go around the it just anyway none of it made goddamn look of sense well you don't watch it for the human parts Uh, (laughs) i don't watch it for the human parts but i will say pacific rim at least was like look there's a rift in the ocean that's opening up to another dimension and monsters are coming out and they're fucking up, fucking up our yeah. cities. And we get build giant robots to stop them. I mean, that was I Guillermo. I can suspend my disbelief yeah. for that. No, that was Guillermo great. del Toro, too. Yeah. Like, he's, a, I mean, a fantastic storyteller yeah. mm. doing a mech and kaiju story. Yeah. So, like... The, the shift in the stories they try and tell with monster movies has gone like a complete 180. Because, like, the original monster movies were supposed to be tales of, like nuclear stuff is bad well that, yeah. was, that was godzilla, godzilla yeah his yeah. skin exists. is supposed to be representative of the burn uh yeah. the burn texture that was on the the hiroshima some of the people in hiroshima oh yeah that but, was a direct nod to that and the idea that this nuclear power that we're we're making is at both you know at two times something that can either help us you know fight off things or can bring our ultimate demise yeah like the three sentence summary is after World War II, Japan signed a document saying we cannot talk about the nukes. So they were like, we're going to make a movie where it's a big lizard with nuclear breath. This has nothing to do with World War II. We promise. And then wow. it was like. I yeah, didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know no, that they had signed yeah. a document that they weren't mm-hmm. allowed to speak on it. That's yeah, it was part of like the accords and it was crazy. And then. I mean, that's good. It was like if you sign an NDA, it's yeah. like, hey, we're not going to talk about when I slapped you with that radioactive bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and then if like a decade later, wow. America was like, hey, we need a monster. And they created King Kong. And then they were like, we really don't like that they're actually talking about the nuclear bomb. So we're going to buy the rights to Toho Studios and make our own Godzilla movie. And then we're going to make them fight in the 50s and King Kong's going to win. And then it's just been this back and forth trying to tell the story of like in America, Godzilla's the hero. And in Japan, he's always mostly the villain in some way. Like even the most recent Japanese uh, Godzilla movie in 2016, Shin Godzilla, it was back to the roots of him being the bad guy and destroying Tokyo. That's super interesting narratively because they do the same thing with um, the King Arthur stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lancelot is a, a Frenchman who through the retellings of the stories eventually you know, starts out as like a, a noble knight or whatever, eventually ends up, you know, 
cuckolding Arthur, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. And part of that is like the the you know the French influence or whatever, uh, and you know, yeah. That's very interesting. Now I don't watch some old guys. But see, oh, like man. old Godzilla movies are like kind of like they're bad in a good way. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like there's it's like I'm in for for all of it. it sometimes with the the modern bad is it is good. Uh, have you seen X yet? I'm very excited to see like No, I don't think I have. Mm-mm. It's it's supposed to be kind of like a modern like uh, just a modern uh, I don't know, some sort of take on the modern slasher movie. Say so it's not out yet, right? I think it's in theaters right oh, now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I might have to and check I, that out. I've, I've heard movies. good things, but I heard it's like purposely campy, you know, oh. and I was just like I like stuff like that like uh uh um Cabin in the Woods or yeah. um was was the one with um, Kevin James kind of like that, like e- extra campy? The the God, I forget what the movie was called, but he was a horror people, movie with Kevin James. I feel it was at least like a horror suspense kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know of Kevin James being in any horror stuff. Mm. Wish we had a producer that could look Wish stuff we, up on the internet. <laughs> you give me a couple seconds and uh, let's see what I can figure out. But, yeah, I grew up on all the Godzilla movies. Like that was my mom and I's like weekend thing. Is she had all the VHS tapes from when she was a kid. Yeah, and then we would bring them out and we'd watch all of them. Like when I was growing up, my favorite was always Gigan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if for anybody that's watching, but like uh, all I, that shit was awesome. To I, me I, I know, I know Mothra. Yeah. and uh, I don't know if I know any other ones by name. Oh man, it would. It could be just an hour of me listing and talking about all the Godzilla movies. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 Becky. I've never heard a of horror that. movie called Becky. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. It was a home invasion horror one. Oh, I think he was one of the bad guys. Okay, and he and he invades a white woman's home. Is that why it's called <laughs> Becky? <laughs> I mean, I'm not assuming, but I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> Home invasion movies; those to me are always ten times scarier than any ghosts, for sure. Anything like that, yeah, because they could they could definitely happen. It's like a thing that's like grounded in reality, right? Well, my favorite horror movie, one of my favorite, I've got tons of favorite horror movies, is The Strangers. I don't know if anybody's seen that movie. Other than the critical mistake right in the dead center of that movie that really upsets me, it's one of my favorite horror movies of all time because it's the most plausible to me. I was I was a I was talking about earlier because I like I'm old enough that I went and saw the Blair Witch in theaters. Oh, okay. My and uncle told me that was real. Yeah, and took me to go see it. Yeah, so yeah, that, absolutely. So that I was, was the, fucking terrified. So one That's of the things so they funny. did it was kind of it was right when I mean we. I always say that like I grew up in a time where like the internet was there. Mm-hmm. But I remember it, looking but, it up and it was very ambiguous because they was, were like maybe it was real. It was well, based on a true story. No, no, no. What they did it, is they made a fake website. Yeah. And if you if you put in any kind of Blair Witch thing, it took you to this website. It was like about the town, but it was made by the movie studios. Yeah. And so it was just like, no, I seen it on the internet. It's real, you know. That's like, hilarious. See, and, and then it was like, I don't, and I think they, I don't know if they invented the found footage genre, but it was the first one that most oh, people yeah. had seen. You know, your uncle said that it was real. My dad was like, well, they put the real thing at the beginning to fool dumb people into being scared at the shitty movie. Like my dad was just <laughs> the polar opposite end of it. <laughs> Yeah, no, my uncle took me out to go see it, and he's like, just so you know, this is all real, so, you know, don't be too freaked out or whatever. <laughs> I, and went, I went home terrified and, like, you know. I went and, and saw I went and looked on the internet, and they, the internet said it was fucking real. And <laughs> I went and saw it, and I was working at a summer camp, so I went with a bunch of people back to the woods. And, <laughs> and, and then... And then I went to I went to bed in my own cabin, and some other there was like a group of us, and some jokester went and just took a pile of rocks and put it in front of the girls' cabin, 
and then somebody blamed me for it. And so, like, I'm, like, asleep, and the door opens, and there's, like, a guy who's obviously been being, like, pushed by his girlfriend to, like, confront me about it. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, hey, Dyke, uh, yeah, it's really not cool what you did. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, uh, you put those rocks in front of the girls' cabins, and they're all, everyone's real freaked out, man. It's not cool that you did that. Oof, I was like, what? dude, I've been, I'm obviously asleep. I've been in here. You just woke me up. And then he was just like, well, just don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Nice to have you back, Thad. <laughs> hey. Hey, guys. You really just slipped in there like you had. <laughs> what if he had just been quiet the whole time? <laughs> he's just like, he's like, why, why, haven't, why haven't you said anything this whole second half, Thad? <laughs> you know. Maybe. I'm super excited for you to listen to the second half. <laughs> oh, do you just trash us? Yeah, the entire time. No. Okay, that's fine. No, I was I was just saying how everybody went hard at brunch and we, we, we had lost a few people and then Tyler stepped in and then we actually started talking about movies. Well, yeah, that's what we did. That's that's one of my fortes and you're gonna be on the, the uh IBK it. But here's the thing, like, you know, like I I'm a host. So I have to Wait, that's the justification of tapping out for the second half? God damn it, I, Zach. Well, don't ever step on his shit when he starts off something like that. That was gold, right? That was going to be gold. <laughs> my bad, my bad. You're a host. Keep going. Yeah, I'm a host. So I have to, like, I have to host people. I have to host the, 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 the time. You won't understand that because you're a producer. You're right. <laughs> I yeah. don't understand. Hosting uh, time. What? <laughs> There was some. There was some things. Uh, so I, uh, I was doing some more uh, time at the comedy show. So I was like looking through some old jokes, and um, I was just going through, I was going through jokes, and uh, I just found stuff that I had written down and forgot about, and uh, like randomly there was like Thad quotes that oh, I just shit. wrote down, and I was like, I don't. Wanna. So what it just says, uh, if you were writing a book, this would be a book part. That's. <laughs> That was that was a that was a funny one. I like that quote. Uh, was another one. Well, because you, you got to understand as you're looking for another one, but like when you hang out, right? When you hang out with him, there's like a lot of things that he just says. He'll go on a story. You're like, man, this is like for real, like a book. Like you just have to understand it. You know what I mean, Tyler? I, I think I'm trying. I think so. I think I got it. Uh, I had oh my god I had another one here, um, but yeah. Uh, how was how was your weekend here in Indianapolis then? What? How was your weekend here in Indianapolis? Oh, it was it was amazing. Yeah, what'd you do? I I, I got to hang out with um some some friends. Uh, there's a friend. I have a friend that like she she will like she just like lives in like a like her own van, right? Okay. <laughs> And she travels like all around, like all around like the place. Like, and it's it's very funny to see, like how she lives because like no one no one lives that way. She's like all natural stuff. I mean, we I feel like we know a few comics that live that way. Yeah, I know a guy that does the van life stuff. It looks awesome as shit. Like, yeah, I bought a camper like two weeks ago, and I'm gonna deck it out and do all kinds of crazy stuff with it. There we go. So. And so, like, I just gotta hang out with her. And talk to her about like what she's seen and stuff like that. Like, live, like she doesn't even like living. Like she doesn't even like 
working. She's like, I'm working isn't for <laughs> Same. me. Same. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. most people actually. She's like, working isn't for me. And I'm like, okay, like what what do you mean by that? And she's yeah. like, I like trading everything. And I'm like, okay. The barter system. I don't know. I, I, I feel like. Which is also a more complicated form of working. <laughs> Did you let her know that there's a labor crisis right now? Like, you can't go living in I think van. she probably understands. <laughs> <that. laughs> this, this, this is my other. This is one of my all time favorite dad, dad quotes. Uh, and this is word for word. It may sound like it's like uh, got the typo in it, but this is a word for word quote. <laughs> you know, this is great. You don't think about how much stuff goes into baking. Like everything you just described there. No one is thinking this is this the schedule and then this is awesome. I love I'm a pastry boy. My friends call me pastry. <laughs> okay. Well that's that was on the podcast. I'm a pastry boy. <laughs> I'm uh, a pastry boy. That one actually offends me. Uh, <laughs> I love we have a very uh no this this was a weird episode. Uh but I'm very excited. Next week is both of your birthdays, Sauce Boss Zach. Yep. And Thaddeus J. Yeah. We're gonna, you, your birthday is on Saturday. Yep. And your birthday is on Sunday. And we're going to have some people over. How old are you going to be? I feel like that's like a question. Yeah. Lady never tells her secrets. Mm, a lady never tells. And that's inappropriate of you. Yeah. Sir. Well, you said we don't talk about who we voted for. That was your idea, mm. Zach. You were like, I don't want to say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> secret voter situation. Yeah. And uh, we don't talk about our ages. So we're just doing oh, a 40, Zach. right? Just 40 Man. each? You think I'm 40? Mm. So what would it be? How old? <laughs> I always like to ask people, how old do you think I am? Yeah, 40, like, 41, 40, yeah. 42, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Depending on my upkeep, like black does crack. <laughs> When it cracks, it cracks hard. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, I will say this. Uh, Tyrese uh, is in the Morbius movie, and he's just got a weird mustache. And I was like, why is he Tyrese? I forgot. I don't watch the Fast and the Furious movies, so I forgot that Tyrese existed. And then he just showed up with his weird mustache. And I was like, <laughs> I haven't seen you in 20 years. You're going to pop into this terrible movie with his mustache? <laughs> Um, but no, I'm very excited. Uh, did we decide on what? Okay, I, I got you both here now and on the podcast. What What do you want me to make? I'm gonna now to keep in mind. It has to be kind of buffet style because we're gonna have some people over. So, what would you let guys like? As long as there's not lasagna, the there. cuisine. Well, I hate <laughs> lasagna. I'm okay if we, dude. I figure I'll make a lasagna for him during the week at some point. But then, yeah. what are we gonna eat on Sunday? Yeah, like we don't have to do lasagna. We don't have to do pizza necessarily. Um, I've done both of those recently. Okay, I'm actually okay with either of those. I just knew you love lasagna. Yeah, I'm in. A, I'm in a weird place where like I've. Don't I've, tell me what you don't want. Tell me what you do want. I have to drop this. I I just I bought want a, a troll. <laughs> I just bought a house. So when I'm every time I'm like closing on a deal, mm. I'm like I celebrate myself. I'm like I went to Fazoli's, which is a real. Um, Italian, Italian restaurant, yeah. 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 When you're, <laughs> I was gonna say when you're there, your family, but that's Olive Garden. That is Olive Garden. <laughs> it's real Italian, real fast. And so I've already had lasagna, but like I yeah. love lasagna. So you, you make lasagna, lasagna for So basically, you're good on Dag's food. So we like. <laughs> I mean, come on now. All right. So we've we've established no pizza, no lasagna. Mm. No. Okay. Well, let's put that. In I'm a, kind of regretting. We'll, it. we'll put that in a box. No pizza, no lasagna. lasagna now. now let's talk about literally any other kind of food that maybe you do want to have, and then you guys come up with a quick consensus. Okay. 
go. Dude, I, honestly, yeah. wait, 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 wait. The never throw let, money wait. at lobster bisque. What <laughs> lobster bisque? Lobster bisque. Eh, yeah, sure. I'll put my name behind that. So, so I'm just making a vat of lobster bisque for that's. Well, you got to think this is party food, right? People are coming, they're eating. You don't soup. eat party soup. <laughs> 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 party soup may have to be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Party soup. Maybe we have a first half name and a second half. The second half should be named Party Soup. Uh, two names. Yeah. We never uh, had two names for the episode. That's great. Uh, party soup. Um, yeah, you got to kind of think about, you know. People eating wait, wait, it. wait, 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 wait. What would you like for us to have on our birthday? Because you seem very specific about this. Dude, you can Is do there whatever. something you would like to no, suggest? No, no, no. Just, I, just, I want you to have the best just, look, our birthday ever. If you guys, if you guys want to drink cups of hot soup for your birthday, <laughs> and you want all the guests to be walking around that. drinking cups of hot soup, Dude, I don't like to be judged by like, <laughs> ingest soup. I don't like that. Just imagine you're like standing, talking to a bunch of people, eating like something on the go, like tapas. You put <laughs> the food on the soup. Yeah, like I could do breakfast tapas. I could do little. I don't know. I also got a really full weekend here, so let's 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 uh, let's think of something. Make it simple, like a big vat of soup. Big. <laughs> What did you think you were gonna get a straight answer right now? Yeah, I don't you're know. fucking asshole. I'm just kidding. That was a, it was a terrible idea. Like, we're gonna we're gonna end up beer bonging hot soup next week. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh. We came to party. Uh, no, that's fine. You go ahead and keep that going. Uh, Tyler Waltz, thank you for hot tagging into the show. For sure. Thank you for teaching us about the history of Godzilla. I learned oh. I learned something today. Where can people find you and follow you on social media? Um, I'm everywhere at Tyler Waltz Comedy. Uh, that is Jake. You can find me at Fad McKee. That's baby. Uh, and Zach Rohn. Where can people find you and follow you on social media? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Real Zach Rohn. Um, I at I'm at Dyke Michaels on all social media. You can also uh, check out our Patreon out. It's patreon.com backslash Carter Brunch. Uh, for bonus content and to support the show. And uh, we're going to have a birthday blast set up next week. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have a great show. We're going to have a lot of uh, special guests on the After Brunch for sure. So uh, stick around, stay tuned, and have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey.